0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, February 14th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, what's happening with Make It in America. Number two, the latest on government funding. And number three, the Biden administration's strategy on Ukraine. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Uh, We have been covering the many twists and turns of this you know several different named bill around, uh, but basically the the kind of big semiconductor chips bill that has been making its way through Congress for for quite a while. Uh, but while the House has not formally sent the America Competes Act to the Senate, there has is going to be some movement on that this week.
1: Yeah, so let's review all the things this has been called. So it was uh, the Endless Frontiers Act at the beginning, and then it became USICA. I liked Yusika, Anna. I am pro Yusika as a name. I thought it rolled really off the Putting your tummy. thumb on
0: the scale for that one, huh? you going to weigh in? Yeah,
1: I, <laughs> I thought, you know, listen, Yusika is... Uh, It rolls off the tongue nicely, Yusika. And now Chuck Schumer does not like that. So he's going with the make it in America bill. Literally everything that I think Democratic politics has over, the Democratic Party has overused the uh, make it in America uh, uh, title. But here we are with another make it in America bill.
0: Steady Hoyer is just clapping himself on the back, man. He's been saying that phrase for the last five to ten years.
1: I think Steady Hoyer deserves royalties uh, for that that for that name. But anyway, and so does so do his 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 aides. They also believe that. So um this week for the first uh very important the the there's gonna be informal negotiations between the House and Senate um over their two bills, the Make It in America bill and the Competes Act. Uh those what the leadership is trying to do here is they want to get a compromise uh, piece of legislation. They'd like to get it before the State of the Union on March 1st. I'm very, very, very doubtful that will happen. Um but they're going to try to to get some things going here. They're going to try to to create some movement. Now, there are some the guts and and Chuck Schumer says this, and he's right on this. The guts of this bill are uh, of these two bills, the competes act and and uh, make it in America, or whatever the hell it's called now. <laughs> uh, they are similar. They're not the same. They're going to require some some negotiations to iron out. But still uh, a, a big a big uh, uh, move for the leadership as they try to get this, Uh, compete with China bill through Congress and to the president's desk.
0: Yeah, I mean, certainly to your point, this administration would love nothing more than them to have to have a win on the board before that March 1st, you know, state of the union. agree. Skeptical that happens seems like a much more likely timeline is going to be before, um, you know, the Memorial Day recess. I do want to just know you and I are both going to be sitting down with Secretary Gina Raimondo of the Secretary of the Commerce department on Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. That's going to be streaming online. I believe our RSVPs are completely full for the in-person portion of that event. But this has been one of her biggest things that she's been working on. We're going to be talking a ton about this. Also, just a huge bill for industry, uh, basically every tech company, certainly those that make you know semiconductor chips. But but there's a lot of, of stuff in there that all of the tech industry is going to be watching closely. So something we're going to continue to cover qu- really closely.
1: Yeah, uh, everybody has a stake in this thing. I mean, especially people who are manufacturing things. All of Basically, all the semiconductors are manufactured outside the U.S. and Congress and, and the administration would like to change that.
0: All right, let's move on to number two story of the morning. Keeping the government running. Jake, it never ceases to amaze me how difficult a time... <laughs> Congress has. Just doing the bare minimum. And once again, uh, we are here to to right at the end of the deadline where whether or not the government's going to shut down. I think we both believe that's not going to happen. Uh, There doesn't seem to be the sentiment or it's not as if there's some big movement on an issue that is going to centralize people on that.
1: But wow, once again, right down till the end. Right down to the wire once again, uh, the government funding is up in four days. Um, there, we, We've we been reporting on this since last week. There's some angst on the right that the bill allows for uh, the use of government or the ability for government to buy crack pipes and other drug paraphernalia. Um, the White House denies this. Uh, HHS Secretary Javier Becerra denies this. Uh, everybody denies that this is the case, but, uh, Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee has been, uh, uh, very firm on, on removing this language or otherwise altering this language, which would be, I mean, uh, there's a way out of this here. Um, but the, the Senate would have to change this or offer some sort of amendment vote on, on, uh, to get rid of this language and and once they do that, if they do that it would have to go back to the House of Representatives, which has already passed the bill and is out of town um, and uh, Nancy Pelosi is going to Israel this week so it's not the this could be solved, right? I mean this is not a huge. There's not a huge hurdle here, but it's going to require some legislative gymnastics in the kind of the final days of the uh, of the current government funding uh, uh, situation. One other hiccup uh, worth
0: noting is that they're having on this Postal Service reform bill. Uh, It doesn't look like the Senate is going to be take up that legislation until March. Um, As we said last week, uh, the House clerk mistakenly enrolled the wrong version of the bill which means Schumer filed cloture on the wrong version of the legislation despite the fact that the House corrected the error during a Friday pro forma session. Senator Rick Scott making some hay out of that, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no... I don't want to say there's no reason, but there's no, this bill is going to pass. It passed with an overwhelming bipartisan majority in the House. It's going to pass the Senate. What Rick Scott is doing is just pushing this to, you know, to later. He's not... There, there's not a... There's no... He's just... Basically refusing the ability to get to this quickly. So it's going to slip until next month, which isn't the end of the world. But again, this is something that the Biden administration could have uh, uh, bragged about at the State of the Union will probably be unable to in the coming uh, during the State of the Union, because this is going to get pushed till March.
0: And one more big thing to watch this week before we go into the number three story of the morning. The Senate Banking Committee will vote for the Federal Reserve nominations on Tuesday. This includes another term for Jerome Powell, of course, as Fed chair and two of the nominations for the Board of Governors, Sarah Bloom Raskin and Lisa Cook, uh, both facing strong opposition from Republicans on the panel. Uh, Definitely going to be some fireworks here to watch.
1: Absolutely. Uh, We anticipate that both of them are going to all of these nominees are going to be confirmed, most likely. I mean, Raskin is the is the biggest, uh, uh, the more controversial one among Republicans, obviously. But we we don't anticipate humongous drama here.
0: All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning, the latest uh, on the Biden strategy in Ukraine. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is going to be briefing House and Senate leaders today on the situation in Ukraine. That includes the chair and ranking members of the National Security Committees. Are They're also going to get briefed, and the House briefing is unclassified because they're out of town, while the Senate's going to get a classified briefing because they are here.
1: That's right. Uh, this is a— We're not foreign policy experts, Anna. We're not. We're not uh, 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 military experts. But it certainly does not seem like a um, like a great situation in Ukraine uh, vis-a-vis the Russians. The the. Administ- the, the Congress has been very eager to hear from the administration on this issue. Uh, I can't imagine an unclassified briefing over the phone that the House is going to get is going to yield much, to be honest with you, because it's unclassified. I imagine senators are going to get a little bit more, obviously, in a classified setting in person. That's the leadership in the, in the um, uh, national security chairs, which include foreign affairs and armed services, probably intelligence and the leadership. So uh, we'll stay on top of that today. We've the Congress has not been able to get a, a, a sanctions bill together, which is just. Uh, not surprising, but something worth noting that they've still been unable to get a, a sanctions bill together in the Senate. So um, more to come on this in, in the in the next couple of days.
0: It does seem as though momentum on this sanctions bill has really slowed down, right? I think there was this effort where we thought maybe they would try to get something done over the past couple of weeks. And now the uh, kind of administration as well as even, you know, kind of the negotiations have slowed down in the wake of the kind of tensions growing in Ukraine.
1: Yeah, I mean, there the problem the, the reason this is kind of slowed down a little bit is because what do you if they don't have sanctions to deter Russia to from invading, I mean, it, at, at a certain point it just becomes it becomes um not useless, but the 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 efficacy of it decreases. There's no question about that. Um there is a big conversation about whether there should be sanctions before Russia invades or after Russia invades. I imagine something will pass. The president has significant sanctions power already. Uh, the Congress believes he needs more. And uh, that's what they've been trying to do, but unsuccessfully so far.
0: All right. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at News. Have a great day and stay safe.